We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's Robert. the place. Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh, oh, oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, I mean, okay. you saw the... You. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? What the bullshit is that? Oh, I Why am, are you so chipper? I, I was out last night. And, out last night. Uh, we, I went to a concert, and we had the time of our lives, and we got all drunked up. Again? It was like the third time this week, and it's only Thursday? Yeah, it was Wednesday night. Yeah, oh, third, yeah about night. third time. Yeah, about, yeah, it. about, about the right. third time. Yeah, yeah we, we went to a concert, had the time of our lives. and, and uh, Now, what does your shirt say now? My, my shirt? Your, my, your wife, and it's got like the average... Like bathroom sign, you know, a little girl or with a girl with the skirt on. Skirt on. And it says my wife, and it's got some <laughs> some rocker chick. Some rocker chick. Yeah, yeah. rocker. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's even got my wife's That hair, fits too. your wife perfectly. I know. And she was crazy last night. We had <laughs> just so much... last night. Oh, last night was crazy. <laughs> Dude. No, no, no sh- I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear any more. We've had enough peanut butter shit already. It wasn't anything about peanut butter. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cream and something. Yeah. Yeah. Cream corn. <laughs> Cream corn. <laughs> all right. So first of all, Jimmy. What? We have to say, welcome back to Deep Fried Conspiracies. I am Trent Janky. Hey, I'm Jim Colby, and I am just happy to be oh here. Oh, my God. I don't know why. And I want to start this off by reading you something that we what? got for, as a podcast. Is, is it a cease and assist? Uh, it might as well be. <laughs> 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 what, so, did, what did your mom say? <laughs> what didn't she say? Is yeah, what she's exactly. supposed to ask. So this person hit us up and says, OMG, my boyfriend and I haven't laughed this hard while trying to fall asleep. Now, why you're trying to fall asleep to us is scary because it's just not possible. You know, maybe fall asleep is like... No, 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 don't, don't. Maybe they're having sex. Oh, that kind of falling asleep. You know, because... I thought you'd have to talk about suicide or something. No, like no. One more podcast, it's night, night, forever. No, I'm just saying that we have such sexy voices. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, they, maybe they're doing the wink, wink. Also, now that's where I have to. That's where I have to insert that uh, chicka chicka boing boing. Chicka chicka boing boing. Okay. That's right. So may- maybe the yeah, future trend yeah. editing this. Put that in. Gotcha. Thank you. Just right. maybe you know they find us. <laughs> if I... you're having sex to our voices, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> we we're gonna be uh... watching a videotape. What we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be watching a videotape <laughs> of you having it. sex. <laughs> so anyway. We haven't laughed this hard while trying to fall asleep in a very long time. And trust me, we've had some laughs along the way. Keep it coming, boys. Dot, 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 dot. What you're doing is pure gold. Really? Pure gold. Pure gold. Man, we are doing gold everything in this episode. (laughs) So then they hit me up later. That was nice of them. Yeah, very. If you guys want to hit us up, please hit us up. The number's in the show notes. Hit us up. Whatever you want to say, we will take it to the chin. Not like that, Jimmy. We will not take it to the chin like that. Balls deep. Quit looking at me like that. (laughs) Balls deep. Uh, And do join the Discord. Our Discord, Jimmy, which you're not on for some reason. People are asking why you're not on. What? It is hopping. We we, We talk every day. So please join the Discord. We would love to talk to you. And that is also in the show notes for you guys to click on and just hop into. But the, the same people, same people, hit me back later again. Yes, and said, "Is there an episode that explains how you guys met slash know each other?" They think we're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yes, right. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks <laughs> for that shirt next week. <laughs> so I guess the way, how did we meet each other? Now you are on a not sponsored podcast from us called. The Aquarium Guys the podcast. The Aquarium Guys podcast, not sponsored. Uh, <laughs> they should sponsor us. They should sponsor us. You Fuck. should talk to them. Stop yeah. it. 
Stop it. No. No F-bombs in this one. We're keeping this one clean because we got them all out last one. Don't you dare. Stop it. I can see it in your face. You're trying to think of it. Your lips quivering. I wanted to say it. No. All right. So. God. You mother tucker. I said ducker. I said ducker. Mother trucker. Mother trucker. So you, you see, for people that don't know, at the moment, the studio that we're at is located in Studio B. Uh, studio B. For basement. Yes, for basement. And you and Robbie, which do the Aquarium Guys podcast, come down to Studio B to do that as well. Yes. And that's kind of, I guess, how we first met each other, if you want to put it that way. If you want to put it that way. But we're not going to talk about the gay single cruise that we're on. Not yet. Okay. Um, I guess the time that we actually got to know each other. Was when we went over to your house. Oh yeah, went over, <laughs> went over to your house. That was an excellent. And your wife told Robbie that she can only bring one person other than his wife, and it was straight downstairs. And you don't want to see the house. She didn't want anybody else to see the house. Was the house dirty or something? No, she just didn't want us walking around her house for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> she probably cleaned that day, probably or a month. So then, or a year. Yeah. <laughs> so then we came over and went straight down to the basement. And then I think it was later that afternoon that we started partying that your wife asked if I was gay. Yes, that was funny. <laughs> Which she still asked me to this day if so I am gay. Now, now it's kind of the standing. Yeah, the yeah. Standing. Yeah, we just say something. Are you gay? Yeah. It's just kind no. of the standing. <laughs> I'm no. still taking applications for a girlfriend, but it's, That's it's a right. slow process. It's a slow process. Slow process. Okay, yeah, you're, you're looking for somebody who's not crazy. And that narrows the field well, way I down. Mean, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. We run a conspiracy podcast, all right? Right. Let's be honest here. So, yeah, not a lot of chicks hanging out in this basement. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of female fish over there. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I can get right there. Yeah. So, so um, I, I, if I remember right, we had some, from the Aquarium Guys podcast, some of our, our friends came up from down south. And I mean, like, where were yep. they? Where was where are those guys from? Uh, West Virginia. West Virginia, and yes. they drove all the way up here. So it's what twenty four hours worth. Right, of a lot of damn driving. Yeah. They, they came up here to meet us. Uh, they hung out, uh, stayed with Robbie uh, and his wife, and we decided that we we're going to have everybody over to our house. And we have in our house we have a a bar with a large stereo system, mm-hmm. uh, concert lighting. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you that don't like, you're just like, yeah, okay, no, no, this is surround sound system. Giant ass TV, lights that change any color, full size bar, little mini fridge, alcohol, any kind of liquor you want on the back shelf, shot glasses look like skulls. I mean, this is the whole nine yards. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, air hockey, foosball, darts, which we played that night. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> and and um, we also have about six hundred pieces of memorabilia, rock and roll memorabilia, yes. on the walls. Yes. That's my passion. My wife and I go to a lot of concerts. Last night, we went to a concert over in neighboring town. Yep. Went and saw Steel Panther and just got ripped. You had a great time. Oh, yeah. And came home with some drum heads from the band. And Did stuff. you really? Yeah. We got drum heads Shit. from both bands. How do you just accumulate that? You, just, uh, you know what? Can I have that? Is all you do? You got to kind of ask. Or does them. your wife like flash and then it's like, oh, take whatever you want. Yeah. Take, take yeah. the drum head, take the stick, take my virginity, one of the two. Right. Or both. Or both. All three. Or maybe, you know, lose virginity on the drum set. <laughs> we actually were. Best of both worlds. We were trying to talk them out of a symbol last night. We don't have a symbol. Oh, that would have been great. And usually if these bands will crack a symbol, uh, you know, they'll, they'll yep. break it yep. and we'll buy it. They'll autograph it or they'll give it to Hell us yeah. because it's worthless. And uh, but a lot of the bands now are selling that stuff. So it's kind of cool. But um, my passion, we, we go on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a, a, a it's a cruise out of Miami or Tampa, Florida. It changes every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, 5,000 wannabe uh, drunkard rock stars get on the cruise. And there's 30 to 50 bands from the 80s all on the cruise. All performing two shows. I so, want to go on that with you someday. Yes, that'd be so much fun. That's going, like, how much is that for a ticket? About three grand. Yeah, that, that's that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it, make that much yet. No, no, we just keep using the same stolen credit card we got. <laughs> ah, but that uh, has my name on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh keep, God, keep up with the payments, would you? <laughs> what payments? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have a payment coming up. Shit. But uh, bands like Tesla, Night Ranger, Lita Ford, Joan Jett, um, and all these bands are on the cruise. You run into them in the child line. They have meet and greets, get your picture taken with them. And we just got tons and tons of pictures. We've got six autographed guitars at our house now. Mm-hmm. We've got Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. uh, Sticks, Firehouse, Warrant. Um, and we have a Monsters of Rock with some signatures on it, too, from different people. 
you never know mm-hmm. who you're going to run into. And um, so that's our basement. Our basement, uh, when we bought our house six years ago, my wife says, we're going to make us a cave. Yes. And, anyway, and you, you executed that to perfection. Yeah. And right now we, we still have about 250 items to lay up on the walls. Yeah. They're just spread across the, co- the little counter in that one room. Right. Yeah. We have that an extra. We have a five bedroom house and then one bedroom we made into an office. And there is stuff stacked up there that we haven't used. We got stuff from Twisted Sister. Um, we got some Alice Cooper stuff, some Bisto Blanco stuff, all kinds of crazy stuff that we need to go back on the wall. But in order to put up 50 items, you have to take down 200 <laughs> to put up 50 more items to make everything closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. It's very meticulous, and and we suck at getting it done, but we've got so much stuff to, to do. But So that particular night, uh, when everybody came over, and uh, so these are people who are kind of strangers to me, but, but fans of our other podcast, mm-hmm. great, great people. Mm-hmm. And we, and the music got louder, and pretty oh, soon God, it was we're so all loud, all dancing. Yes, yes, we were. And it cost me one hundred fifty dollars to have my carpet clean the following week. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I forgot about <laughs> that. Everybody was spilling. Okay, I was spilling. You were spilling. I was really. We up. kept everything on on the countertop. You were, you and your wife were like, you know what? Yup, just dump it out. No, no, we were dancing and we sloshed. We don't, we're not great dancers, <laughs> but there's a lot of grinding going on and stuff. We had timer lives, and you were a big sweater. I found out. You, I, you, you were sweating like a pig. I. My my dad, it's just profuse sweater, and the unfortunate part is I inherited that. From oh him. yay! So I have no choice but to sweat, to sweat. on command. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so anyway, that was our first bonding experience. Yes, that was, and I, we should mention that uh, I want to bring up how the podcast was made and how the the process of it. Yes. So way back when, when we were, you know, I wanted to start my own podcast just because I thought it would, be, it would be fun, you know, just for the hell of it. Yeah, it's absolutely fun. Yeah, so you were doing the Aquarium Guys with Robbie. Yes. And I was envying you guys, and I wanted to do one myself. So I was going to do one about, you know, like some horror stories or whatever, and do a voice-changing app to just, you know, make my voice just really, oh, really deep. horror. Horror. I thought not, not, horror no, 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 shut up. Not horror, horror stories. Be not a horror stories. I like horror You ever stories. heard that joke, though? No, tell the me. The difference between an enzyme and, a, and an enzyme and a hormone? No, you can hear an en- or you can't hear an enzyme, but you can hear a hormone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out something, so I decided to, or I, Robbie wanted to go down to the cities. Now, for those of you that don't know, up in Minnesota, we consider the cities Minneapolis. You know, Minneapolis. Saint Paul. That's what we say. We're gonna go to the cities. We're going to Minneapolis. We are located about 200 miles north of Minneapolis. Yeah. So he's like, I want to go to the cities for something, whatever. So I hopped in with him, and we're going, we're driving down, and we're listening to your guys' podcast at that time. Which is excellent. Yeah. And it came, we were listening to some, like, best of or whatever, and it came across a part. So very short. Very short. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So it came across a part where Rob is something about yes or BS, and I, it, it, boom, hit me. I'm like, oh, my God. I should do a conspiracy podcast and call it Yes or BS. I thought that had been great. And then I looked at Robbie and I'm like, do you think Jimmy would be into doing a podcast with me about conspiracies? No, no, no. Uh-uh. No way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Get on the phone. Hey, Jimmy, you want to do a podcast about conspiracies? Waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah, sure, let's do it. Holy shit, I have a podcast. And that's how it started? No, no, not yet. We're not done yet. Okay. So I wanted to name it Yes or BS. Okay. Now, Robbie may not like this, but he told me no to this. Really? Yep. He's like, nope, you can't do that. You got to have something original. <sighs> the hell am I going to come up with this original? So, you know, thinking, 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 you know, Yes or BS. I like that the best, you know. I want that one. Hey, nope, original. I was, like, I was getting frustrated because yeah, some... I needed to pick a name before I could start doing something. Yeah, because some radio stations do a thing called Yes or BS. Yes or... They'll, they'll, yeah. ask, they'll ask you questions and yeah. you have to say. So, you know, he pushed me away from the Yes or BS. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then, you know, I'm just still trying, you know, just days upon days upon days. I'm sitting here like, I don't know what to call it. I really don't. And then Robbie hits me with the logo, the, the current logo. Yeah. he went... And he's like, what do you think about this? Deep fried conspiracies? Sounds kind of southern. I'm like, uh, you know, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. So this, yes, we, you know, I, I like to just call myself the host or whatever, but Robbie was the person that pushed the podcast on its feet. Right. He got the logo for me, and he also did the intro. 
without me knowing. Yeah. He just one day he hit me up. Come here, come, or, or come to my house. Whatever. Come down. Come downstairs. Put these on. Slap on the old cans. Like, hey, listen to this. Plays the podcast or the the podcast intro, and I'm like, wow, I, I like it. This is this is great. What the hell is going on? You know, like we're actually gonna be doing a podcast. And I thought, all right, I have to start researching a bunch of topics right now. And I, for some odd reason, was gonna do the one about Paul Walker first. Just because. Just because. It's just Paul Walker. That's it. Looked up on Wikipedia. Oh, Paul Walker. I don't know if a lot of people heard about that one. So I wanted to do that just because. Yeah. So that's how we got to here today. That's right. Yeah. Robbie, uh, his background, he's an IT guy. Mm -hmm. And when he approached me and said, hey, let's do an Aquarium podcast. I'm thinking, it'll last six weeks. Yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) And we're 85, 90 episodes in. Yep. Been doing it for several years. This is episode number 18, I believe. For us? For us recording this episode, okay. this will be episode, I believe, 18. I can look it up here quick. Go ahead, though. Yeah, our, our other one, we're 80, 85, 90 episodes in, and we kind of taken the summer off. Now we haven't done a whole lot because uh, uh, Robbie and his wife are expecting a baby, and, and they're getting ready I for Robbie that. Robbie was gay. Well, he came out would, a couple episodes ago. You would know. <laughs> yeah, Robbie. No, I wouldn't know. Robbie's a great guy, and, and Robbie's a big guy, and he's flamboyant, and he'll wear a pink shirt and bright yellow sunglasses. Just to mess with you. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So Rob, Rob's got, uh, from our podcast, because of uh, uh, when we started ours, you know, he had to make the contacts with these people about doing intros and different things like that. So he had all the connections. So mm-hmm. very easy for him just to revisit that and, and get this one started for us. Yep. And he's been on, you've heard Robbie on this podcast several times. Yep. And a lot of times he's here when we're recording and he'll go by and he'll take his shirt off and strut by like he's some sort of peacock. <laughs> like just last just, week. Just, yeah. Just, just to, last week. Just trying last, to get us last, laugh. Last episode recorded. You know, he'll walk by with his butt hanging out of his pants and stuff just to try to make us laugh wearing a thong for some reason that's right oh god so anyway that's we kinda... we love robbie yes. let's let's just get that clear we love robbie he's he was a big part of getting this started yeah. and so, it's special thanks to rob jimmy and i's due dil- due dil- oh my god i can't say it due diligence there it is really to keep this going so that's what we're gonna do so we're gonna try we're to gonna keep it up keep this going keep it up keep it up <laughs> No, we're going to try to keep it up. We're going to keep it going. Man, speaking of keeping up, last no, night. No, 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 no. Last Shut night. up. Oh. Shut your face. There's a cat in your back. I know. I, I, there is a pussy cat in my back. <laughs> I told you. I just saw him jump up there. So that is the foreground of how we know each other, how the podcast got started. Our intentions are to keep it going, obviously. Get a nice, I mean, I want to say, let's get a nice following. Let's get our name out there. But you know what? We're doing this just for the hell of it. For fun. This is, you know, we're not, we're not actively going out there like, you know, send us money and we'll do this. Like, you know what? Do what you want. We're just here to have a few laughs, you know, do a few funny episodes and whatnot. I got a special surprise for you guys. What's Come the 20th episode. For me, <laughs> you are getting raped I'm by getting that raped cat. I'm getting raped by this cat. This cat is on my back just <laughs> making love to my neck. Hey, so, can, can we take a break? Seriously? Me and this cat need to go have some oh, alone God. time. <laughs> Get off me, kitty cat. So the 20th episode, for me, like I, when we hit 10 episodes, I was like, oh, my God, what a surprise. And then when we did the, fir- the first second today, I effed up, you know? Yeah. So I thought. <laughs> that cat loves you right now. This cat. I, I, I wish my wife loved me this much. I would wrap her tail around her neck. I would pay for this, honestly. <laughs> my God. All right, get a get a room cat. My God, I'm gonna evict the cat. So I, I don't want to give it away because it's gonna be great when you guys get it. But just know the 20th episode is going to be fantastic. This is gonna be better than even when no, Fonzie jumped the shark. <laughs> Even Jimmy doesn't know what I'm talking about. We're not doing only it naked. Person I that I know, it naked. Only person that knows is me, and that's what, all that matters. You got Betty White coming on? God, I wish. Oh, she's The on. ultimate goal of this, I guess, I want to get Alex Jones on the podcast. No kidding. That would be amazing. I, I don't know what we would talk about, but I would love to have Let Alex him talk Jones. Yeah. All right, you got special episode. Talk for as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sit here and just nod and giggle. Yep, we'll, we'll ask a few questions here and there, but that, I guess... If there's an ultimate goal, boom. There's your, I guess you could do uh, um, the f**k's his name. Did you just say the F word? I'm going to cut that on anyway. <laughs> cut that what, one out too. What's his name? Uh, Jesse Ventura. I want I, you know, I want to get him on the podcast too. There's all these famous people that I'd want to get on the podcast, but and, and if for now, is, you just have to settle for us. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Ventura. 
was our, uh, well, for those who don't know who Jesse Ventura is, he was first started out his career as a wrestler. Professional wrestler. Yep. And in Minnesota here. Yep. And then um, he got into the movies. Yep. He was in with Arnold Schwarzenegger in, what movie was it? I don't think it was Terminator, was it? No. Mm, I can't remember, but he Me was either. he was in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie uh, as, as a, I don't know, he's kind of a, a like a guest star. He was in the movie. He was in the movie. He's in the movie business. And then, uh, and then he blew smoke up everybody's butt, and we 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 uh, hired him for governor. <laughs> elected him as governor. We, we elected him as governor. <laughs> and I will say, when, when Jesse Ventura took over, we had a huge surplus of money in the state of Minnesota. And he sent all of us back a check for three hundred dollars, and that's what everybody remembers. That as the first time, we just we all the got first it. ever stimulus check. He 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 started. Brought, he yeah. he did COVID bef- COVID right. stimulus before it was cool. Yes, and then and then uh, after the governor uh, run and stuff, and he you, you see him on TV quite a bit. He, he's he he loves Trump, and he likes just mouthing off about stuff. And uh, now he lives in freaking Mexico. Well, yeah, he's wanted. Is he? You're in, you're in the States. Is he? Well, there's so much hate for him that he's going to go out, you know, and right. just act, act, get shot somewhere because people want him dead. So ah. he had to move to Mexico. Nah. Well, yeah, there's no violence in Mexico. <laughs> there's probably less on him than there is here. <laughs> so anyway, then he had a television program called Jesse Ventura's Conspiracy. Yep. And it lasted three seasons. Yep. About eight to ten episodes per season because I looked it up tonight. Yep. And um, the one I, I, I really was interested in trying to find, the, the, uh, you have to buy them, so I'm going to have to buy the episode that I want. And um, the one thing that he did that I felt was very interesting, and now it's come out and the government is, is talking about it. I, I looked at that this afternoon. So there's a, a place uh, called, I don't know, if it's one of the, some mountain. And anyway, it's where we, the government, and I say we like I work for the government. Yeah, yeah. We, well, the people of yeah. the government, which like, is not us. So basically what it is, it's a bunker 12,000 feet deep into a mountain. And it has enough holding capacity to save 7,000 people. And so uh, he actually, on the conspiracy theory program that he had, I watched one. he actually drove into this. It's, it's uh, right off a small town. Mm-hmm. And this small town has seven major banks i think if i remember correctly mm-hmm. but many many i mean this little tiny town has got more goddamn banks than than you can imagine mm-hmm. they've actually then taken the railroad and run the railroad into the mountain and that sounds like some wily e. coyote shit yes right there. and so then they have all these different ways to deliver food in this place so no is that the place that also holds the uh uh, like one of every crop seed or something like that. No, that's up in Antarctica. That's in Antarctica. That's Got in it. Antarctica. Now this this is to save our top people during a World War Three type scenario, a nuclear blast. They will take like. <laughs> well, here's the thing: our top people probably need to get hit by the nuclear blast. That, at this that'd be point. the best thing to happen. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's like I, I watched an interview this afternoon um, that somebody else had put out, and it's like heads of state, you know, the president and stuff, but nobody's family. So like. You know, if you're the majority person in, in the Republican Party or Democratic Party, you'll go, but your family won't. Yeah, your family's boned, yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, it's to save. For is, some... that, is that the one that's, because I know I was going to do a topic with some some other point, but is that, what you're talking about, is that in Mount Rushmore? No. Nope. There's, there's a doorway in, in Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we're going we're going to Mount Rushmore next week, so I will check it out. There's a doorway somewhere behind Mount Rushmore is what I heard. If you look on Google Maps, I believe there's something. Yeah, they had actually some storage up there, I believe. Um, yeah, there's storage. Okay. Well, those guys worked on that for how many years up there, uh, Mount Rushmore and stuff. And I know the, one of the, uh, what film was it with, who was in those museum movies? Oh, uh, oh God. Like the museum movies? No, 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 no. It was, oh, what's his name? You're probably going to cut off a long pause here. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So I think there was like a Nicolas Cage movie or something and he was up behind there. Because he also filmed uh, in one of the lakes down there in Mount Rushmore. There's I a lake. still don't know Sil- what you're talking Sil- about. Sylvan Lake. There's a bit of movie made, and, and actually they, they were up there filming behind there, and I think it shows the actual doorway going in there. But, you know, supposedly our government has all these different places to, you know, put people to save them from World War III. But honestly, if, if the United States, if every major big city in every state gets nuked, why do you want to be alive, man? I mean, because everything's going to be... Totally There's gonna be nothing left. Nothing left. You're gonna be absolutely just destroyed, and everything's gonna be radioactive. Well, what and are stuff. They, well, so all right. So let's say everybody gets nuked. 
Okay, we all get nuked. We're gonna, I guess this is going to be our topic for today. Oh, really? Uh, maybe we can get to that one if we okay. have time. But So let's say we get nuked. All right, 99, like you and I are probably dead. 99% oh, yeah. of the population is dead. All right, so who are they going to run? Who are they going to governor? Who are they going to do with the rest of the people that are still alive? Well, no way. I mean, the only way that you're going to be alive is they save you for breeding stock because you're young and virile and good looking. <laughs> Use your freaking skull as a soup bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'll tell you a quick story. Um, about something that I saw that made me physically ill uh, when I was in high school. I graduated in 1982, mm -hmm. so I've been out of high school a long time. But when I was in high school, uh, we went to a, a, a thing up in one of the colleges to watch this guy speak about nuclear, the nuclear holocaust. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I did not realize until this point that many, many of the people that developed the nuclear bomb were from Minnesota. Oh, really? Ooh. Like, I think there's a group of 12 of them. I want to yep. say, like, maybe a third, if not half, were from the Minnesota area. Ooh. And anyway, he explained to us. He said, you know, if it wasn't for, what do they make nuclear bombs out of? Because I haven't made Adams. them for a while. Nah, the, the plutonium. Plutonium. Oh, plutonium. Okay. Yeah. He said that if plutonium was just one atom different, you couldn't make a nuclear bomb. He says, there's no way. Yeah, it's an electron, I believe. Yeah. One electron, and then you're absolutely harmless. Right, because the reason we're doing this podcast is because we're not smart enough to be working on nuclear bombs. Right. That's why you deliver bread and I pick up garbage. That's right. <laughs> Call us. Call us. <laughs> so, anyway, he came. Did he now? That's interesting. It, and it glowed. <laughs> glowed. And it glowed. It glowed green. See a move. That's right. Yeah, if you blacklit his bedroom, it would just look like a bunch of squiggly worms all everywhere. You just see, like, Hulk semen rolling around. <laughs> what? Well, you talk about semen, but I can't see the F-bomb. <laughs> it's, been, it's been brought up before, okay? All right. So so back to, so this guy speaks in front of a bunch of college students and a bunch of high school students that were brought in. And um, at that time, I, 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 I mean, I'm not an expert in this by any means, but if my memory serves me correctly. There was like 12 to 15 people mm -hmm. that they put in different rooms and this guy worked on this stuff, this guy worked on that stuff and then they were putting it all together in a different room. So nobody really knew what each other was working on. Mm -hmm. And so when they finally decided they had enough uh, information, they put it together and they did a couple of testings in Las Vegas, right outside of Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And so every time that you see that stupid video, uh, it's been on... So many different things. It's been on rock videos. It's it's been on you know any history videos. You see all those buildings just vaporizing. You know in the black and white film mm -hmm. that was in Las Vegas. That was outside oh. Las Vegas. If you go to Las Vegas, a lot of the things around there are called uh, like you know the Atomic Cafe. Mm -hmm. And if you actually look at the Las Vegas sign, you kind of see where there's like uh, like fireworks coming out of the sign a mm -hmm. little bit. Mm -hmm. And anyway, that's because in the late fifties, people flocked to Las Vegas, and about 3 to 5 o'clock in the morning, they would shoot off a nuclear blast outside the city, and people would sit and watch this. I mean, people came in and had parties for this. Talk about a fireworks show. Yeah. And, and so... <laughs> go to make out point just to see the freaking bombs right. go off. So, you know, they... Shockwave. And they would take all these people, and they would sit back, I don't know how many miles, and sit on freaking benches and yeah. watch this happen. Yeah. And they put on those little cards. Goggles. Yeah, put on goggles. They put on these little cards on them to see how much radiation they were getting oh ooh, so, that's not good yeah so just that's like, not good just like guinea pigs you know oh so anyway so they, they you know they they uh did a lot of testing and, and redone stuff but anyway the first bombs that were dropped was during was it world war ii yes no uh or one i'm sorry i'm terrible at god history, history. But anyway, people are just yelling at their at their people are yelling at the right radio now. now I'm going, I you swear, guys don't know shit. I swear it's World War Two because then after that we got let into the well, we, yeah, we inserted ourselves war. into the war. Yeah, but we it, retaliated. If not, hit us up. Let us know. Otherwise, yeah. we don't remember. I could look it up, but yeah. So what happened is that our government then got kind of forced in the hand. You know, are we going to kill an entire population when we're in World War II against Japan, you know, are we going to kill like 10,000 to try to save 100,000 type of thing? So nobody had ever seen this bomb put out before. Mm -hmm. So this group of 12 or 15 people that created this bomb were flown in to Japan to a mountaintop to watch it explode. Oh, my God. And so he then he had footage that I've never seen since. Yeah. And from their viewpoint. And so these guys 
watched this happen mm-hmm. and he showed the video and it was just unfreaking believable mm-hmm. and so the poor cities of hiroshima and negatasi i might be pronouncing that wrong no that's not that's not what you uh hiroshima hiroshima and nagasaki nagasaki there, there we go so that's they, not what you said yeah well you can go suck it <laughs> and anyway they blew them off the freaking map you know yeah but here's the thing that, that they showed us so these scientists even though they're the ones that helped develop it, weren't fully aware of how much radiation was out there. So on day two, they decided to go on a, on a walking, in. Tour, walking tour. Just go in. They walked down there. Oh, my gosh. And that was the most horrific. I mean, this is actual footage of well, these yeah. walking <laughs> zombies. And the thing that still sticks in my mind is that there's people going around with, like, five-gallon buckets or steel pails or whatever they were at the time. Yep, yep. Collecting wedding rings oh. and collecting any type of – that where they're trying Gold to identify the dead. or whatever. Right. Yeah. And they, and they showed this hundreds of buckets with people's IDs or oh, wedding rings gosh. or jewelry. And they're trying – that's how they're trying to identify the people. Well, you yeah, know? they're all – I mean, in all seriousness, they were literally burned to a crisp. Yes. I mean, vaporized. Yeah. Uh, and and so here's here's what we he opened it up for a question and answer type thing. Mm-hmm. At that time, he was the second to last person of that group of fifteen still alive, and that's why he was doing it. He was kind of like I don't want to say he's he was he was warning the people. I yeah. mean, yeah. What better way to do is show this to kids? You know, I mean, look at me. I still remember this like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, I don't want nuclear war. Of course not. No. And then, but he said to me, uh, or to me, he said to us, he said, you know, you uh, do not want to survive a nuclear blast. No, uh uh-uh. He says, you want to be vaporized? He said, you want to be done? He said, because these people walked around, you know, burnt and blistered and and died two, three weeks later of radiation poisoning. He goes, and it's the most horrific death you could imagine. Yeah. And so somebody questioned him, said, well, you know, did you get sick? He goes, I've had four weird cancers and he goes right now i am dying of cancer and and he goes but it's nothing that they've ever treated before because of course and so anyway he says i'm just here trying to educate you young folks and stuff what really in the back of my mind i I still remember somebody said to him so if you knew there was a nuclear war coming tomorrow and you're gonna get hit at 12 noon you know what would you do would you flee to the mountains would you try to bury yourself underground and he looked at her and said, sweetheart, he goes, I would go pick up a case of my favorite beverage. Mm-hmm. He's talking to science. He's talking to, to high school kids and, and, so, and college kids. Yeah. I'm going to get a case of my favorite beverage. I'm going to get my lawn chair. He goes, I'm going to drive to Grand Forks, North Dakota, and I'm going to put my chair against the chain link fence of the Air Force Base. He says, because they're the first ones to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we think we're so sheltered up here that nothing's going to happen to us no, i mean we're, uh, we're we're pretty damn we're rural. not we're not that shep- that sheltered you know as sarah palin said i can <laughs> I, I can see russia from here you know russia's just over the top yeah and yeah the first thing you're gonna do is take off all these uh minor, air force bases minor places well and yeah, and at the, at the time at that time we had all the b-52 bombers stationed out of grand forks yep and because of the location of them being so close to to Russia. I mean, you go now. Oh, so hold on a second. So, if they were to drop a nuclear bomb on us, and we knew, okay, sanity's sake, we knew that we could get, you know, we're gonna get hit at twelve noon. There's tons of anti or anti, yeah, anti or interceptor missiles right. sprawled about. So it wouldn't necessarily actually hit us. It would blow up above your head, above our head. Obviously, the radiation will sprinkle down on us wherever the wind blows, but. The only thing that would hurt us the most at that moment would just be the massive shockwave. Right. But that would still have to make its way down. What I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, would we be as affected as Hiroshima and all those places? Because they didn't have those at the time, and that actually hit the ground that and hit the blew. Ground. Now, we have the interceptor missiles, many of them, mm-hmm. scattered around the country, that yeah. if they were to drop a bomb or many bombs, it would still get shot on the process of coming down that it would never yeah. hit the ground and I don't know I don't know how far right in the air these things can shoot and intercept. Yeah. I mean and that's the whole thing is you don't know. I mean if we've got ten thousand interceptable mi- missiles, does Russia have 
10,000 bombs or do they got 25,000 bombs? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, we don't or do know. they have only five? Right. We don't know. I mean, we have a pretty damn good idea and they've got a great idea what we got yeah. and stuff. So yeah, a lot of this is going to stop, but here's the problem. So when you radiate the majority of the air and the plant, you're not going to be able to grow any food. No. And you're going to starve to death. Yep. And then there's going to be... Um, so you're, you're going to want to die in that shockwave. Yeah. I mean, you're going to want you're, you're going to want to go. Right. So so this guy, very educated, you know, telling us these things and stuff. But to this day, I still remember seeing these pails with, with wedding rings. He had pails just full of wedding rings. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many dead people do you got to pull wedding rings off of? I mean, that's... Well, what? How big is your wedding ring? Yeah, I how mean... How big it, is that? It's about the size of my wee-wee. Like, that's not what I meant. No, it's not very big. So it, it's not very big. I mean, it's a pop top. Yeah. It's a beer it's top. You, how, how big is a, you know, a five-gallon pail? I bet that's you can put... Pretty big. Yeah, you probably could put in a thousand pop tops and they're pretty easy, you know? Probably could put more than a thousand. Right. So, I mean, just very sad and very, very crazy. Mm-hmm. The stuff that, that goes on in this world and everybody thinks, you know, go about your daily lives and, and you know, your biggest problem is that... You know, Subway's freaking selling t- <laughs> fake tuna, tuna sandwiches. Fake tuna sandwiches. <laughs> Which we could probably get into that here in a second, too. But yeah, if, if, uh, even if, even if the bomb went off, radiation scattered everywhere, and you somehow managed to survive, yeah, you couldn't touch anything. Well, because you would get radiation burn off right. of that. You know, look at, look at, uh, uh Chernobyl. Yep. Where the, those pieces, the power of, plant, of the power plant, right? The wall. And the thing I thought was interesting recently that I saw on there, which has nothing to do with, with Chernobyl, really, other than the fact that Jeremy, the guy that goes fishing for those big fish, yep. he went to Chernobyl to Chernobyl. Fit- Chernobyl. Chernobyl. I went to Chernobyl. Remember Try that, again. Remember that time that you had two gerbils up Try your ass? Try again. Richard Gear. <laughs> Richard Gear. Richard Gear. Gerbil Richard Boy. Gere. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so the, going back in history... And I remember this plain as day when I, I was not that uh, young. And the power plant in Russia overheated yep. and blew up. Yep. They, so Jeremy from, what's the name of that program with the uh, the giant fish, River Monsters? Yep. So he got special permission from the Russian government to go fish the lagoon of Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yep. Because he thought, maybe I'm going to find some of these monster fish like every sci-fi. Fish. Yep. And anyway, he really expected not to find anything alive, but actually there was quite a few fish in there. And, and a lot of them had weird growths on them and, and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he wore one of those radiation badges, too. And he could only go in there for two, three hours. And then he had to get out because the thing leave. would start beeping. Yep. And depending on which way the wind blew. But the, the weirdest thing is they showed that town because you have to realize that the, the government built that, that power plant. And they also built a brand new town right next to it. Yep. And these people had three hours to get out. Yep. And so um, they... Well, even even in the even in that show at Chernobyl, too, like when they went to clean up, yeah. they said, you all have a minute and a half. Right. And then you have to leave or yep. you're dead. And the guy, you know, it's like, well, are you going to, you actually going to have that many volunteers? Because like, well, no, but I want your permission to kill 150 men. Really? Something like that. Yeah, you've seen the Chernobyl thing, haven't you? No, I've not seen that. Yeah, it was something like that. They were asking for special permission or whatever or to get this stuff cleaned up. And he's like, so you need permission to kill a few people. He's like, no, I need permission to kill 150 or something like whatever number of people. Wow. In order to clean it up. And he says, you all have a minute, it's like a minute or a minute and a half to grab as much as you can, toss it over the edge, and then get the hell out of there. Yeah, so I mean, radiation poisoning is so high in that area. But, but they they show that 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 city. I mean, there's cars that are just sitting there parked with the keys in the ignition because that's how safe that community was. Mm-hmm. And you know, they go into some of the apartments, mm-hmm. and you know, there's. I mean, it's like walking back in time with the old TVs and the mm-hmm. big toaster and and the shitty furniture. You know, so pretty crazy. But yeah, that was so. That's that's that. But you did say something about Subway. I did. I, I did a little something on Subway. So last, tell last, us about it. Well, the, the last one we did was the uh, Lake City Quiet Bills. Lake City Quiet Bills. Yes. And that was intense. That was very intense. That was a lot of information. So I want to do something a little bit lighter. Anyway, um, what I wanted to talk about just a little bit, my wife came up with this idea. And uh, it's something that, that affects me more than anything. Oh, yeah? Because these people are harping on Subway about their tuna fish. That ain't tuna. Tuna fish. Tuna fish, it's not tuna. That's not tuna. Was, That's what, there's... was it cat? What? 
No, I, that's what I was hoping for when I started researching. I was hoping it was something really cool, like freaking dinosaur dung or something. You Go know? back to the old days where people are like, oh, my God, Chinese food is cat. You know, yeah. stuff like that. So anyway. I um, love Chinese food, by the way. So don't. We're good. So scroll up to the top for me, if you would. Up to the top. Okay. There you go. So anyway, I, I just want to read this really quick. So, go for it. So some people claimed that that Subway doesn't have tuna fish in their tuna. Okay. That, it's, that, it, that it could be some like a byproduct of... You know, when they have the canneries running for fish, you know, salmon or whatever, Ew. that it could just be the the guts and the, oh, really? Yeah, that could just be oh. just a byproduct. I'm so glad I never ate one of those. Yeah, but anyway, so this is from the New York Times, and I, I found it kind of interesting. My wife brought this up and stuff because I, you know, I've heard this in the background on the news and stuff, and I've kind of not paying any attention and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love Subway. Oh, uh, yeah. Subway uh, since 2015 has been taking hits about different things, yep. and like uh, their bread's not bread; it's like. Some kind of a wood, yeah, wood byproduct. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. And anyway, um, their sales have gone down considerably. Of course. Since 2015. Of course. Um, I know just coming up here in the next 30 days, mm-hmm. they're coming up with a whole brand new menu, and they're giving away a million sandwiches <laughs> in one day. Sure. You know, right. You know, I was just at Subway the other day, had my lunch, and anyway, she goes, join us on this date for a free sandwich if you order something uh, of the new sandwiches mm. and stuff. But one of the best-selling sandwiches that they do have is tuna. Tuna. And I'm, I'm not a huge tuna fan. I ate a lot of tuna growing up mm-hmm. and uh, ate a lot of ramen noodles when I was in college. And I don't Ro- like you. Ramen. Ramen. Listen. Ramen. Nuts. Ramen. Shut the hell up, ramen. Ramen. <laughs> ramen. Anyway. 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 So anyway, New York Times report about the sandwich uh, chain's tuna sandwiches has raised eyebrows. Here's why people are talking about how much tuna is in a tuna sandwich. Fast food chain Subway is fielding questions about just how much tuna could actually be in its tuna sandwiches. The answer could be all very little, according to a Wednesday report from the New York Times involving DNA testing of sandwiches. Oh, they went down to a molecular level, man. Yeah, I mean, this is, but you know, when you've got money and you need to defend yourself, I mean, this is what Apparently. happens. So here's what the, the New York Times uncovered uh, and what social media has to say about all this stuff. So they didn't just randomly decide to test Subway's tuna sandwiches for their their true tuna virtual. But in January, the Washington Post reported on a lawsuit against a chain that claimed that whatever was in a sandwich was actually made from anything but tuna. And so this isn't the first time someone's questioned uh, what's in Subway's food. In like 2014, I think, Subway took fire for including a, uh, in its bread a chemical called azotia carbonide which is used in yoga mats. That's what it was. Yeah, yoga mats. Yeah. I remember hearing that now. And anyway, the company just quietly phased it out. (laughs) Yep. Just swept it under the Gone. Yep. And so anyway, the New York Times hired um, this lab to do it. And the lab says, we'll do it, but we don't want to be named. We don't want want the name out there because we don't want to piss off Subway in case we ever get a chance to do business with them. Yep, exactly. Very smart. Yep. So the commercial food testing lab analyzed more than 60 inches of Subway tuna. That sounds dirty, doesn't it? And uh, I played the fifth. So they they grab sandwiches from three different subway locations in the Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. and it says that it found that no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in any sample. And the lab said this could mean one of two things: either there's no tuna in the sandwiches whatsoever, or whatever tuna is being used is so overly processed that the lab couldn't make any type of identification of the tuna. Well, they chemically separating this tuna from its body. How do you overprocess it? Well, I mean, beat it to a pulp, stack it back up, beat it back down again. That's what I thought of. You know, the report also noted that this isn't the only DNA test that's been done. Inside Edition sent samples to a lab as well back in February, and they did find tuna present in the samples that they tested. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So the fact that Subway restaurants served 100% wild caught cooked tuna, which is mixed with mayonnaise and used in freshly made sandwiches, wraps, and salads that are served. Uh, to their guests, the company said in a statement. Subway also noted that the plaintiffs in the lawsuit have backed off their claim somewhat. Uh, Even the plaintiffs have softened their original claims in a new filing in June. Their complaints centered not on what Subway's tuna was, tuna at all, but whether if it was 100% sustainably caught skipjack or yellowfin tuna. Now, there is many different types of tuna. Uh, I think I read there's up to like 14 types and stuff. Yeah. But they've got the DNA from all those tuna. So, in addition, the company took issue with the idea of DNA testing. They said DNA testing is simply not a reliable way to identify the proteins like Subway's tuna. What? No, hold on now. DNA is not 
Is that what they said? Not a reliable way to identify? Denatured proteins. So cooked proteins because it's processed. It's cooked. It's heated and cooked, which then could what? break down the DNA. Bra- so, like, if I took you and I pushed you in a fire when we're drinking beer. Yep. And I could smell bacon for days. Of course. Because you would just cook up. You're so goddamn nice. right. Oh, you would just smell so good. Yep. It and, tastes better, too. Just try sometime. Oh, oh gosh, yes. <laughs> you know what? I'd eat your ass first because that's where you spend most of your time anyway. <laughs> God dang right. Mm, nom, nom, All nom, the flavor is setting nom, there. Nom, 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 nom. Fucking <laughs> cookie monster over here. <laughs> anyway. Ass. <laughs> so, anyway. So, so Subway is like trying to put out the fire, you know? But yeah. it, so even if you cook something down, you, you, they're they're saying that it, you cook it down, it breaks everything down to where it's like, well, this is tuna, but after cooking it, now it turns into styrofoam. Well, no, they're saying that the DNA is destroyed, so they just can't prove it. I don't know. Okay. I, I just said it's going to be a little bit lighter than the last one. It was so intense. It's <laughs> so intense. Anyway. So, I mean, folks are poking fun at the situation. It's kind of fun, you know, but um, let me look here. Yeah. So the, the, people are poking fun at it, you know. People thought, oh, people thought there was tuna in Subway sam- tuna sandwiches. Ha, 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 ha. You know, stuff like that's going around. You know, they post all the memes, you know. Half my text messages right now are about the NYC. The New York City mayor's, mayor's race. race. And the other half of my friends trying to figure out why the hell they're, what the hell they're eating and why they, why they ordered tuna from Subway. Yeah. So. And, and here's the other thing. So, so the tuna that they process can be uh, saved up to 72 hours. And so I I read some interviews that they had with the people that process it. And the tuna comes to uh, Subway, uh, the stores. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they open up this big cryvac and then they mix it with mayonnaise. And then they've got 72 hours to use it or they have to throw it. Yep. And um, so they're all saying, yeah, this is tuna fish, you know. and and, But nobody wants their name because they feel that they're going to get the wrath of Subway get sued. So now if – so – I guess in order to put that to rest, I'm assuming that somebody personally from Subway should come out and go, this is 100% tuna. Here is this evidence backing that up that it is. Yeah. So I think we've got that on Fox News. We pull that up right now. Oh, yeah. Right here. So here's that. Here's a video talking about the tuna conspiracy. About the controversy around tuna, a lawsuit alleging that there's no tuna. In, in the actual tuna sandwich, the company is being sued over whether its tuna actually contains any of the fish at all. The New York Times had a sample tested, and the lab results showed that there was no tuna DNA present. One expert claiming that it's likely an assembly line byproduct, John. Subway just launched a website defending the sandwich. You've got the floor. Tell us about that tuna sandwich. I'm very glad you asked, Maria. Um, no, it's 100% tuna. We stick by that. Actually, a couple of facts. One, if you go back and look at the lawsuit, they've now amended their filing and they say, OK, we agree it is 100 percent tuna. Uh, can you prove if it's albacore or skipjack? Yes, we can. But that's really a side issue. Um, we put the subwaytunafacts.com out there so you can actually go follow the science. I tell people just follow the science. Um, and I think, you know, if you follow the science, once tuna is cooked, uh, its DNA becomes denatured, which means you can't tell. Uh, once the product's been cooked, and I, even the New York Times said that in their article. So, again, I'm a big guy that believes in science, and I think that SubwayTunaFacts.com lays it all out there very well. And we 100% stand behind our tuna. As I said, it's the one ingredient we didn't even touch in the largest brand refresh in the history of this brand. So now, okay. So well, Was that Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> uh, so That was, that was the uh, CEO of Subway. Subway. So, yep. Yep. So they want to prove that it's not. Okay. So why not just take a test of the stuff that's not been cooked yet the stuff that gets pre-made or whatever right test that right there boom boom that would prove everything right there there would be no more controversy there'd be no more nothing because boom what we just have right here that we just got in 100 percent tuna yeah so i think they'd have to do is they'd have to go way back into you know before they cook it because that that tuna has been cooked and processed before it's even sent to subway that's what i'm saying they need to test that right yeah, so, there at so they that need, location they, they need to go right right back to i that mean thing. this all falls into the whole pink slime thing from mcdonald's you know right so but that that's a whole nother story for even if we wanted to do that we could but we'll see what people say yeah but aside me it's just something a little bit lighter and stuff and uh yeah the last one lake city quiet pills that was just beat down like this is what happened we thought you know you guys wanted to hear about our story if you didn't we told you anyway and you know talked about 
Mount Rushmore or something like that in the beginning. I don't even know how we got on that topic. I don't know how we got on that. We, we ramble sometimes. Yeah. But uh, then we, you know, then we talk about tuna. Yeah. And like, then uh, next week I'm going to be on vacation and I'm going, I'm going out, uh, bought a new motorcycle mm. and, and we're going, uh, we're going to trailer it out to the Black Hills in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And we might go see, they have some Minuteman missiles out there that they have taken out, but you can go tour the Minuteman missile sites. Because all the way across uh, the Midwest, there's Missile Man sites everywhere buried in the ground, and some are still active and some aren't. Mm-hmm. And this is one that's been deactivated. And so I thought that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see a part of history like that. Oh, yeah. So if I sober up enough to go, you know, I will go. <laughs> go, you'll go? I'll go. That's but. fair. And then we're going to do a hot air balloon ride Ooh, and stuff. That so sounds fun. I don't think it would be more fun if we did a hot air balloon ride with a bungee jump from the balloon. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. I do not want to hang from the bottom side of a hot air balloon. Yeah, because you know what happened? Because first you say it, and then you do it. Yep. Crap. Crap. <laughs> anyway, so that that's a good. This is this podcast was a bit, you know, basically about our start, how we met, and Tuna. Our, our love affair. Our love affair. Our secret love affair. Don't tell anybody. No. That's between you and me and everybody listening. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and the tuna. And the tuna. The stuff we do with tuna. And that is my uh, nickname for Trent is tuna. <laughs> we just talked about bacon a second ago. Well, yeah. yeah. You you would cook up nicely. You're dang right I do. That's why I don't wear sleeves in the summertime. Oh. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to this, guys. Please do go into Discord. We have a wonderful community starting. We would love to talk with you guys. Get your ideas. I have some ideas from people that I'm currently looking up or going to start looking up. I have one that I can't wait to do the next podcast. I'm not going to tell you because it's going to be a secret that I've been podcast. waiting for. But if you've got a conspiracy that you want talked about or you want to talk about, give us a call. Yeah. Um, give us a call or give us a message. Give us an email. Everything you want to know is down in the show notes as far as how to get a hold of us. You know, if you want to hear a little bit of a conspiracy, uh, we had on the other podcast, the Aquarium Guys podcast, we had somebody from the UK whose mother was, uh, I don't know if you remember back last summer where this spy got poisoned and his adult daughter got poisoned at a restaurant. And when we did this uh, by the Russian government Mm -hmm. and damn near died, Mm -hmm. but lived. But anyway, we happened to be talking to him about tropical fish because he's a fish guy. Mm -hmm from the UK, but his mother was working in that restaurant. Oh. And we talked to him about it off the air, and it was very, I mean, she is scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But he talked to us a little bit off the air about it mm-hmm. and stuff, saying that that uh, how the poison got into the food and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. it was just incredible. So if you've wow. got some stories out there. Yeah, if you guys got stories and you want to be, you know, do an episode of a, of a I don't want to say fan because we're, we're, we're not, we're more than you guys, just fans and people. We're family. If you guys want to do a family episode uh, hit us up tell me i would love to have you guys on we will do some recording with you guys let you guys talk about the what conspiracies you have or what you want to get out there with the world yeah and you, and you don't have to give us i mean if it's something that involves you personally uh we won't use your real name use a, yeah use a random name we'll use your your porn name <laughs> sir sucks a lot yeah there we go there we go we'll use that yeah but other than that we are going to hop off we had a fun time, you know, talking to you guys about our beginning. Hope you guys come back for the next one. All right. Thanks, See man. See And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs>